Okay. Are you there? I'm here. Perfect. Becky Clevenger, one of my very early, early clients. Like, do you remember what year it was that you graduated? Exactly. It was 2016. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was like, I know, in my beginning days of a life coach. And honestly, like my like early days of doing the Thriving Through Divorce program. It really was. I remember getting onto your thriving community and I remember it was less than a thousand people. And I can remember when you got to a thousand, how excited, you know, you were about I that. was. So <laughs> I was there. That's so funny. And I don't like really do anything to actively grow it, but we're almost at 10,000. We've been at almost at 10,000 wow. for a long time. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. So let's go way back. When we first met, do you remember what the biggest struggles that you were having? Um, I didn't really know what I was struggling with, to be honest. Um, I, when I was kind of taking notes about this, I, I actually went and tried to find um, our our classwork, and I couldn't find it, so I don't know where, what I did with it, but I was trying to reacquaint myself with everything. Um, mm -hmm. But I can remember that your your site just came up, um, on Facebook and I joined it. And so when I first left Chris and I probably shouldn't say name when I left my ex, mm -hmm. um, I was good. I, w I was actually just kind of going through the motions, making sure that my daughter and I had the basic needs that we uh, needed. And it wasn't until he started dating somebody else that I kind of lost everything. And it wasn't that I wanted him back I just was all of a sudden so angry that he like she was getting the man that I wanted and so my thoughts about why her not me were just all I could think about all the time she would come home my daughter would come home and tell me stuff they did that was so fun and I was like why did we never do that and so oh I just really didn't know I totally feel yeah, like yeah. that's something everybody struggles with is why her and not me. Yeah. What do you feel? And what do you feel like you, how do you overcame that? Like, what do you feel was it that helped you really truly overcome that thought right there? When I took your program, I'll never forget because it's the thing I talk about the most when I talk about it is the steer method that you taught. I don't remember which lesson that was, but that was the one that totally changed the way I think. I always laugh totally. when you say that. I don't remember which lesson it was, but it was that one. Becky, it was lesson one. <laughs> okay, lesson one then. Lesson one. <laughs> That's so funny. That yeah. was the one. And then when you would talk about um, what you would call the bitchy roommate in your head, that was mm -hmm. eye-opening for me because I used to say all the time, I can't help how I feel. And I truly believed I couldn't help how I feel. And mm -hmm. you helped, or the the program helped me realize that I can help how I feel and gave me the tools to learn how to do that. So yeah. that is how I overcame that. And that may be what I was struggling the most with was those thoughts and how, what do I need to do? How, I wasn't even looking to start dating again. I wasn't, I just, mm -hmm. I just know I didn't want to have these thoughts all the time. Yeah. I remember you telling me that you would walk around work with your head down. 
Yeah. And just like not make eye contact with people and mm-hmm. just kind of like, like with the chip on your shoulder, right? Yeah, total lack of confidence, lack of self-worth, all of that. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so what changed? What changed with <laughs> me? With your confidence and your self-worth. Oh, shoot. I mean, what hasn't changed, really? I mean, I have totally, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I mean, it has totally changed everything. It's not about just the relationship part of it, moving past divorce. Um, it wasn't about trying to put myself out there where I could find somebody else. I mean, it has totally changed the way I look and feel and think about everything in my life. It has I mean, after your program, I and I don't want people to think that this program is about moving on to the next man because that's definitely not what it is. But right. it's what helped me find the next right the right man. Yeah. Um, so that was the biggest thing that happened for me. And then I'm, I'm glad you, know, you said went, that because I I feel like there's this like misconception that I'm just out here to help people hook hook up to the next guy and like totally not that at all. I no, do. it's not. And that's I, not what I, I wanted. People, exactly. You weren't in that place at all. But I do feel no. like doing this work gets you to a place where you are date ready, like yeah, where you sure. can trust yourself to make good decisions about men. I think that's such a huge piece is like being secure with who you are so you can dump someone if they're not right. And Exactly. And understanding yourself. And another one that I remember uh, that I liked and one of the things that we had to do was you had us list out um, men in our lives and then Mm -hmm. what we liked and disliked about each one of them. And it kind of put all the men I know, my dad, my, you know, brothers, my friends, husbands, all on a piece of paper and showed me what it is about each one of these guys that I admired or I disliked Mm -hmm. and it put it all into perspective about what I need and what I want and what I like. And so once I was ready, I knew what I was going to accept and what I wasn't going to accept. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like your own customized roadmap of what you're looking for. So tell me about like your dating journey, because once you did this work on yourself and you you definitely increased your self-worth and self-esteem. I remember one of the stories you said was um, people at work noticed and you got promoted, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I did. And I went back to school. I mean, I had so little confidence in myself <sighs> and I just was moving, going along the motions. And I was thinking about this today when I was thinking about things in general, about this, this journey that I've mm-hmm. been on. You know, I got pregnant in high school and I got married at 20 and I tried to go to school off and on, but it was just too hard for me. And I just finally gave up when my second kid was born. I was like, this just isn't for me. I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't have the support I need. It was all about what I couldn't do, not what Mm -hmm. I could do. And after this, you know, and I learned so much about myself and what I wanted and what I couldn't, what I could do that I went back to school and I'm about I'm about halfway through my bachelor's degree, which is wow. I mean, so, I mean, that was another thing that, yeah. So um, that's what I'm saying. It's not just about getting over divorce and moving on to the next man. It's about my whole life changed. My whole leveling up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
I, I love that you said it changed how I look at things. It changed how I feel about things and it changed how I think about things. I wrote that down because mm-hmm. like, that's just huge. Like it our is. thoughts really are everything. Our thoughts are how we experience life. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's... I started to ask you about your dating journey and I do oh. want to get there. <laughs> but what did you want to well, say about that? I mean, it was, uh, I wasn't actually even looking. Uh, I wasn't trying to look really. It was mostly, it was just curiosity. I was sitting at home um, one weekend, bored, TV was on, and a a match commercial came on. And I was just curious. So I was like, I wonder what this is really about. Because I always said, no way, I'm not doing that. I want to meet somebody (laughs) the traditional way, whatever that is. Um, so I, they had a free, um, you know, join for free or whatever. So mm-hmm. that all that does is let you build a profile. So when I started getting like winks and hits and stuff, whatever you call it, um, you can't read them unless you pay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went ahead and paid for three months just out of curiosity. That's and some good what? insight because I think people don't know how these dating sites hook you in so like definitely Mm -hmm. decide which one you want and then do the paid Mm -hmm. version like the the free bull are not going to be the men that you want like go ahead and do the paid version yeah not even close so good okay so you went in and you read all your yeah and so I was talking to a few people but um my now fiance um was who I was most intrigued with and it was because I knew what I was looking for I wasn't just out there just pick you know Roll random, you know, throwing the fishing reel out there and reeling in, you know, whatever I got, you know. And yeah. what caught my eye about him was he was verbose. Like he actually responded to my messages in full sentences, and he <laughs> he made sure that he answered every question I asked. Like you could tell he went back through what I said and responded in order to the things that I that I had said. And it was just he he used intelligent words that was something I that was on my list somebody that was intelligent that mm-hmm. I could have intelligent conversation with and yeah. who made me laugh so and and he was very respectful of what I wanted you know I said I'm, I'm not going to give you my number until I'm ready and he never asked me for it when I was ready I gave it to him and he asked me before he called I mean he was just the gentleman from the beginning and I love it, was, it. I know, you know, we're doing marriage, premarital counseling right now, and the minister says that we are like the same person. We took the compatibility quiz or whatever, and it's like we answered everything so compatible. So great. <laughs> he laughs at us. Yeah, he laughs. Oh my. But he says, he That's says so we're funny. mature, and I keep mm-hmm. saying, uh, you're just trying to say we're old, but... <laughs> I actually mentioned you to him. I was telling him about your bitchy roommate analogy, and he loved it. He was like, I'm going to steal that. Oh, my God. Anyone can have it. It's actually from the author, Michael Sanger, who wrote um, Untethered Soul. That's who I stole it from. So anyone can have that. But, yeah, that voice inside your head is is like having a bitchy roommate all the time. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot in the program. I love that. So your premarital counseling, is that like through the church? The um, yes. Is it Catholic church? No, we're a Baptist church. Oh, okay. I'm just curious because I did that before my first 
marriage, and I'm pretty sure the deacon said we were incompatible. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, no, he says we're like the same person. And it was so See, funny because one of the so things great. was, one of the things was uh, the distribution of duties in the house, household oh, duties. We wow. answered every single question on that exactly the same. And it was <laughs> that we both do everything except for the yard work, we both answered him. And for the decorating of the house, we both answered me. I mean, it was just, he was just like, you guys are so in sync. It's just crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> that is so mm-hmm. amazing. How does that compare to your last marriage? Oh my gosh, we were so uncompatible. I, I think, mm-hmm. I mean, with my first marriage, I was treated like I was a child. I, we were not partners. Um, mm-hmm. He felt like he was the, the ruler of the house and I was supposed to do whatever he said. I never had that. And that's what's so great about this one is that we're actual absolute partners in everything. And I can totally be myself. I I think I remember on one of the calls that you and I had during the, the program, mm-hmm. I was telling you how I even just being by myself in my house, I could sing out loud and not be embarrassed by myself singing out loud. Because my ex used to make fun of my singing, whether it was good or bad, I don't know. But I could, I always was embarrassed to do it. And with with this, with my fiance, like I just sing like crazy, and he just sings along with me, and it's Aww. just, it's great. Uh, one of the things <laughs> we were at, um, one of the things, you know, my grandparents are like models for me for a mar- yeah. you know, a long lasting good marriage. And one of the things about them that um, I remember is that they could. Um, sing each other songs like one of them would start singing a song and the other one would finish it off and I used to think that was so cute well one day uh, Danny and I were um, somewhere and he sang a a, you know like a line from a song and then I finished it and his cousin was nearby and she goes y'all are so perfect for each other that is so cute and it was like that was the moment that I knew he was the one for me because (laughs) that was what I loved about my grandparents that's so cute oh my gosh I hope you're gonna sing to each other at your wedding oh no (laughs) we may sing but we're not good at it no we'll just keep that private okay I get you that's amazing so what do you feel like like what would you tell other people that were thinking about doing this work on themselves and and they're fearful because it's kind of scary like, what would you tell that person? So I, you told me this might be a question, so I kind of wrote down what I was thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. I would I would tell somebody that was on the fence about it that not only are, is, and I said this earlier in, in our chat just now, it's not about getting over a divorce. It is. That's the main reason why they're coming to you is mm-hmm. to help do that. But it, you, they're getting so much more than that out of this program. Like, that's what I thought I was getting, but I got that and so much more. It's it's definitely the reason why you're there, but it helped guide you, shape you for all the upcoming challenges and events that are coming up in your life to help you be able to to navigate them, understand them, um, consider it an investment in your mental health, your mental well-being, and your future. It's just, it's amazing. I, Mm. you know, I... It's been four years, Julie, and I still talk about you to people. Danny, I still 
jump on your Thrive. Um, I may not come to your meetings, but I watch your videos and I read the stuff. And I think I told you this. You might not remember, but I sent you a little message and I said, I had you on speakerphone one day listening to something. And when it was over, I turned it off and Danny said, um, what were you doing? What was that? What were you listening to? And I said, oh, I was just listening to Julie. And he goes, that's who I thought it was. It's just, he, he knows you like you're part of our family. <laughs> awesome. I love that so much. I, I mean, wish, once I you wish... graduate from, once you graduate from your program, it's not over. You know, I, I don't no. feel like I'm just cured or healed or whatever. I mean, I am on the road to healing and I don't think we're ever yeah. truly healed. There's always more to learn. And yeah. I, I still learn stuff from listening to you and, and, um, or I'm reminded of things that I might have tucked away in the back and forgot about. I mean, I'll probably be on till you're not on anymore. <laughs> I so love that it's been four years and like, you still remember all of this, like yesterday, I still remember you like it was yesterday <laughs> and like the impact that it's still having on you. That's just really, you know, makes me feel amazing because you are still, using the tools and applying it to your new relationship and soon to be marriage. I think that's amazing. I absolutely love that. And um, speaking of relationships, I had wrote this down to say, it's not even just about your relationship with your ex or your relationship with your future partners. I have done, I, the, the tools that you taught me in that program have helped me in all my relationships. Like I used to have some pretty toxic friendships that, I either don't have any more or I learned how to set the boundaries and they find, and they went like an example would be my ex sister-in-law. We're like sisters. You know, I was with him from high school on. So mm-hmm. I grew up with them and she, she, she was, you know, she was, um, I hate to use what everyone else uses, the narcissistic personality, mm-hmm. but she kind of <laughs> does. And yeah. after I learned how to set my boundaries with her, she, she, she rebelled at first and we had a few things and I didn't know if our friendship was going to make it, but she, she still wanted to be in my life and that she accepted my terms. And I, I no longer let people um, treat me any less than the way I think I deserve to be treated, no matter who they are. God, I love that so much. That was something I learned in that, in that program for sure. You know, and I really have to say, like, you went to work and did it. Like, some people, they they don't do the work. And it's like, I, I feel like that's why, you know, over the years, I'm always increasing the price. And I'm always increasing the level of com- commitment. But mm-hmm. way back then, you were committed because you knew, like, this is it. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. I've, this has to change about me. And you yeah. went all in. And I and I love that you knew that it was your work, your change, and not trying and what, to change the people around you. Yes. And and that was, uh, you know, when I first joined your program, the biggest, I mean, I was kind of nervous about it because I'm not good in group settings. I don't really like group. I was nervous mm-hmm. about that. And yeah. and I'm kind of lazy. I don't like to do schoolwork and homework <laughs> and stuff. But I recognized that I needed to do that if I needed something to change. And I felt like something needed to change. And what's really funny is that what worried me and scared me the most about your program is what I ended up loving the most. Like I, the group chats that we had, 
are some of my best memories and I've made friends. I'm still friends with some of those people in that, that were in my group. Yeah, totally. There's always (laughs) friendships being made. I've, Mm -hmm. I have lots of friendships being made continually to this day. I think Mm -hmm. that's amazing. But like getting on that group, it's like having this tribe of amazing women that all have your back and support you. It's amazing. I'm glad you did I I didn't know that's what I was going to get. I just, all I could envision was me, you know, sitting around telling my sad story and people feeling sorry for me, you know, but that's not what it's about. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I'll cut you off mid-sentence if you start going down that path. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing. Go ahead. Thank you for having me. No, I was just going to say I do try to help um, when I see something that I think I might have some insight on. I do try to jump in on your community Mm-hmm. Um, with people that might that I think I have something that might help them so yeah I love that and I find a lot of my old tribe sisters doing that as well and it's really funny because when I post about my program and my group like you guys all flock over there and say yeah mm-hmm. it's the mm-hmm. best money ever spent do it do it which is so it's great hard. which I, I love having hearing that and it's hard yeah. for people who don't know what they're getting into and they book a call with me and they're like, you know, I had, I still don't know what I'm getting into, but I'm going to take a leap of faith, right? That's, that's it. Taking that leap of faith. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to be ready. I mean, I think when you said that people don't do the work, it's the ones that really aren't ready yet. Yeah. I try to get really good at finding them and, and making sure that, you know, I don't invite them in. But, like, what would your definition of being ready to do this work be? It would be somebody that's not still blaming someone else and saying, you know, I am ready to make this change. I want to get out of this. I want to change my life. Um, One thing, I know this, we're about to wrap up, but one thing that I remember that we had to do, one of the things we had to do was, I think you made us write a letter or something Mm-hmm. To the ex, um, admitting to our our part in it, and mm-hmm. up until then, I didn't think I had any part in it. But when I had to sit down and really think about it and write the letter, I really came up with things that I thought I could have done better, and that I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I still still will admit those today. So I, I think, think people need so important need to be yeah people need to be ready to admit that it's not just one sided. They that there is mm-hmm. there is you everybody has a part plays a part and so the people that aren't ready aren't willing to admit that and aren't wanting to actually make the change they're wanting to still just wallow in their misery yep I totally agree I totally (laughs) agree but I love it and I think you know most of the women that are listening to this are listening because they want that change and they want to take the leap and they're ready to take some massive action so I appreciate you jumping on here and and giving us your insight. And, you know, I just also wanted to say congratulations on your (laughs) upcoming wedding. Makes me really excited. You're like, you know, there's only a handful of people that have been through my program that that have gotten married or are getting married. And you're like one of the very first few. So it's really exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So awesome. Thank you so much, Becky. You're welcome, Julie. Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad I got to have this opportunity to talk about it. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to stop recording, and don't worry, because I will totally edit this. Okay. (laughs) Let's see. 
Uh, what was your area code? Is it 281? Yes, 281. Okay, so I'm just going to.